Happy Halloween, trick-or-treaters, dreamers, campers, suspects, and deadites. What you're about to hear is a clip from our exclusive Patreon episode on Steve Miner's 1999 creature feature, Lake Placid. How do you hear the full thing? Become a member of our Patreon, The Rewind. You can find a link in the description of this episode, or you can visit www.patreon.com slash Halloweeniespod. Hope to see you there so we can give you one more scare. Welcome to Who Goes There, where we, of course, talk about the characters, uh, the non, the human characters, as it were. We'll, uh, I mean, we've talked about the croc a lot, but we'll we'll talk about them even more in a later section. Like I said, actually not, it, it's weird. This movie feels like an ensemble film, but it's not, it doesn't have a staggering number of mm. humans to talk about. Honestly, there's way more in like Friday the 13th part two, I think, than <laughs> there there are here. I mean, it's really just a handful. Um I don't know, who would you guys call the protagonist? I, I could think of two, but I'm not sure which. I don't know whether we should start with Jack Wells, played by Bill Pullman. You know, or, uh, well, Bill Pullman gets officially top billing, but I think it's Bridget Fonda's the lead. Because we're with her from the beginning. Yeah. I feel like we're seeing it all through her eyes. She's on the poster. I, who, I mean, they're, I would say everyone in this film, the four leads, are about a similar level of fame. I would say like they're not. none of them well, are like Tom Cruise necessarily. They're, yeah. they're so close to A-list, but you cannot call... Especially a Fonda. You can't call a Fonda a B-list Yeah. Actor, well, that's what I was saying. Right? It's like a B-plus, right? Yeah. They're not like just character actors. They've starred in movies, but they aren't, like you said, Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks, Denzel status. Yeah. At that well, time. Hey, I mentioned Rum Punch, Elmer, Elmor Leonard. Uh, I mean, Jackie Brown, Bridget Fonda was Bridget in Fonda. That, not too yeah. long, uh, far removed from this. I mean, you know what else? I don't know so much about Bridget Fonda. But definitely Brennan Gleeson and Oliver Platt, maybe Bill Pullman have really extensive, respectable theater backgrounds too. So I feel like it's a very yeah. Even if there's not like a not like a a superstar in this film, I think these are all very dependable, respected, um, nuanced kind of actors, which I think they make these roles sing. Like because the, at the end of the day, these are somewhat archetypal roles. Like for you know Bridget Fonda, for instance, as Kelly Scott, it's like the oh, I want a boyfriend. I'm like the neurotic city person, which in lesser hands, I think that could be really annoying. And I, I feel like she actually pulls it off with, with this and gives you like a good cipher for the audience. She's it's a screwball character. It's like a screwball ah, comedy that's a between really her good point. And, and I mean, even the names Kelly Scott and Jack Wells scream Harry Grant forties yeah. screwball. You know, so I, it's kind of I had some. Uh, yeah, bittersweet because I just I think we just kind of forgot that she disappeared. Bridget Fonda. Oh, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, she I mean, she got, retired. She, you know, married but Danny Elfman. Oh, she did? Years ago. Did she, like, she retired? She some kids and yeah. is Not much. She's, She seems to be life. happy, but yeah, she, I guess her, you're right. this was I her third to last movie. And I think oh, about... So she retired in, like, 2001, 2002. Yeah. So not long after that. And she's well, probably got that Fonda money, too. And she's married right? to Danny Elfman. They're, they're not... Want, I'm, I'm just saying it's too bad. I'm, I'm sure... I'm, look... I'm, I'm sure she's happy, but I think about like her performances in a row is like how different. No, no matter how you feel about the movies, how different her range her range was pretty incredible. Like you know, single white female singles, Army Point of Darkness. No Return, Simple Plan, Army of Darkness, Army of <laughs> a huge role in Army <laughs> of Darkness. But just she had range, you know, she really had some true range, and it's too bad that uh, she's. She called it the day after all time Stone Cold Fox too. Sure. I have, oh yeah, I love Bridget Fonda. But I have yeah, to be honest. I I really I did not know that she was officially retired. I mean, yeah. I couldn't have named anything she had been in in the past twenty years because she why. hasn't been in anything exactly. in the past twenty years. So I, have some, I did ah. see her last fun fact. Uh, this movie she alludes to Crocs having the legendary eyes of a dragon. Her final theatrical film 
was Kiss of the Dragon, a movie I saw in theaters with Jet Well, maybe they'll, right. they'll finally come out with the Eyes of the Dragon adaptation from Stephen King, and uh, I don't know who she would be in that, but maybe, maybe, maybe she'll, she'll come back. It. Maybe she'll what, come what, back. Didn't she do, what was the movie? I can't remember. I'm trying to remember the bit from the Army of Darkness where you just said, Justin, you were like, what the fuck is that? <clears throat> oh. I think it was Bridget Fonda we were talking about. Oh, yeah. We'll look it up. But, I uh, can't remember what the hell keep, it was. Keep, she's got some good lines in this that kind of really right. set Here's, the tone, right? So you mentioned it earlier, Vanderbilt. You said even the deaths are kind of funny because the, of how the cast is reacting to the deaths as opposed to Jaws. Like when somebody dies in Jaws, it's this terrifying. monumentally deadly, serious moment that the town is going yeah. to the funeral and Brody's getting slapped. But in this one, you know, she's saying, like, don't throw heads at me. When they find the body of the, <laughs> yeah. the, the diver who gets his head chopped off, bitten off. It's, and she does it with such good flair. Like, I can deal with dead men, uh, bodies. Like, there's just a lot of good little one-liners that everybody's yeah. given off in this movie, including, especially and, and Kelly are, Scott. You need a certain kind of energy to pull that off, both yeah. in the 90s and now, and for it to age well, too. Like, it, I think it could be really easy for this movie to fall into... Uh, like honestly, you know what I thought of when they made some jokes about you know her being in the wilderness and everything. I thought about uh, Bryce Dallas Howard in Jurassic World, which is a look. I defend that movie, but I totally get why people have issues with that character. Mm. And I think I'm not saying Bryce Dallas Howard isn't a a good actor. She obviously is, but I think it more gets down to the writing, right? Like I think it can. I think that type of character, the kind of fish out of water character can come off especially if it's a woman and they're like oh yeah this like prissy woman haha that can come off in really bad taste i think without a certain kind of writing behind it and a certain kind of performance behind it and i actually think it works quite well well here it is old-fashioned but yes very old-fashioned for sure yeah you guys are right but and i think this movie's kind of old-fashioned old-fashioned david e kelly he's kind of taking the piss out of every character in this movie too you know with exception man maybe bill Pullen, not so much but like you know, but you have Brendan Gleeson as Sheriff Hank Coke. I don't know how you say his last name. His, I feel like they they make fun of his sort of rigidness. And then with Oliver Platt, who right as he's getting annoying, they take the piss out of him too, and actually deepen his character in a way that I I, I love the relationship too. between Oliver Platt and is it Brendan Gleeson? Yeah, character yeah. <laughs> because you expect it to go one way and then it doesn't, and you like. I, I liked how it all ended up for those guys. And well, and would, would you argue that if uh, if Bridget Fonda and Bill Pullman are one couple, I think they're kind of a couple yeah, in a weird yeah. way too, especially with the ending. Well, how they, they, they have that screwball, hot and Leia, fucking enemies and friends banter, probably better than, more memorably than Bill Pullman and Bridget Fonda in this picture. I love how, I love them getting into the, like, all right, who's going to ride with him in the ambulance? And Brennan Gleeson, partly out of a sense of duty, I think, but also because he's, they're kind of warming up, up to each bit. other, yeah. Yeah, he, he goes to them. What, and they have that. They share that moment where uh, where he talks about like you know, the deputy being killed and how you get a little bit more of Oliver Platt. I should I should call him his his, his name Hector Sear. Uh, his you get a little bit of his humanity when he talks about the deputy who, who got beheaded. And can I please give this monologue that he gives? Please, please, which is ahead. extremely funny. Do it. It's when he's trying to you know sympathize with Keo for losing one of his deputies. He's like, uh, you know, we're, we're never going to forget this the rest of our lives. You know, we're full of nightmares about this. And he goes, I used to have this recurring nightmare that I was headless. That I was headless. So I, I'd be on the ground looking up at my body, no head, walking around, bumping into everything. My parents wouldn't let me in the house because they just bought all these new antique lamps. And they were afraid I'd knock them over. <laughs> Made sense. And meanwhile, the neighborhood bullies would see my round little head on the ground looking like a ball. And they'd come rushing over to start a game of soccer. 
actually feel grateful just for being allowed into the contest. That's a steam for you. What do you thought? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's funny. Great. That's like a funny that's, well, monologue. 